In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May the love of God our Father, and the peace of His Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be with us now and always. Welcome back to Pointing to the Saviour of the World on this 34th Sunday in Ordinary Time Year C, Feast of Christ the King. Thank you for joining in to listen and to reflect on God's Word and to humbly pray for all of our needs and those of others. In this month of November, we continue to pray for all souls. We pray especially for the repose of the souls of our brothers and sisters who have died. Joseph, Leonardo, Joseph, Gladys, Mary Magdalene, Divine, James, Pauline, Bertha, Solomon, Fritz, Perpetua, Dominic, Veronica, Emmanuel, Grace, Veronica, Raymond, Augustine, and all our brothers and sisters who now rest in the Lord. I am Patrick Tafur, your brother in Christ. We begin with an introduction to our readings and a hymn in praise of the Holy Trinity. Brothers and sisters, today is the last Sunday in the church's liturgical year. As we wave goodbye to year C, the readings fix our attention on Jesus as Lord and King of the whole of created universe. In the first reading, we hear how God's children are in need of leaders who have the mind of God and who work under the direction of the Holy Spirit. David, a man after God's own heart, seen as this type of person, is anointed the king of Israel. In the second reading, Paul tells us that we are going to share in the inheritance of Jesus Christ. And in the Gospel, the Romans executed Jesus, David's heir, because he claimed to be king of the Jews. Brothers and sisters, we all share in the kingship of Christ. By virtue of our baptism, you are a king and I too am a king. And in various ways, we all exercise our kingship, both in the church and in the various spheres of our lives to serve our brothers and sisters. This solemnity of today call our attention to that essential quality of Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the quality of mercy, Evil will not persist in this world if we all exercise this quality. Many atrocities that becloud our time would be checked if world leaders were to share the ambition to be merciful like the Father. We pray today that the King of Mercy 
will reign in our lives and transform our hearts to be merciful like his. Amen. A reading from the second book of Samuel. All the tribes of Israel then came to David at Hebron. Look, they said, we are your flesh and blood. In days past, when Saul was our king, it was you who led Israel in all their exploits. And the Lord said to you, you are the man who shall be shepherd of my people Israel. You shall be the leader of Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, and King David made a pact with them at Hebron in the presence of the Lord, and they anointed David king of Israel. 
The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Colossians. We give thanks to the Father, who has made it possible for you to join the saints, and with them to inherit the light, because that is what He has done. He has taken us out of the power. Of darkness, and created a place for us in the kingdom of the Son that He loves, and in Him we gain our freedom, the forgiveness of our sins. He is the image of the unseen God, and the firstborn of all creation, for in Him. Were created all things in heaven and on earth, everything visible, and everything invisible. Thrones, dominations, sovereignties, powers—all things were created through Him and for Him. Before anything was created, He existed. And he holds all things in unity. Now, the church is his body; he is its head, and he is the beginning. He was first to be born from the dead, so that he should be first in every every way. Because God wanted all perfection. To be found in Him, and all things to be reconciled through Him and for Him, everything in heaven and everything on earth, when He made peace by His death on the cross. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessings on him who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessings on the coming kingdom of our father David. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory be to you, O Lord. The people stayed there, before the cross, watching Jesus. As for the leaders, they jeered at him. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. The soldiers mocked him too. And when they approached to offer vinegar, they said, "If you 
are the king of the Jews? Save yourself. Above him there was an inscription, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging there abused him. Are you not the Christ? he said. Save yourself and us as well. But the other spoke up and rebuked him. Have you no fear of God at all? he said. You got the same sentence as he did. But in our case, we deserved it. We are paying for what we did. But this man has done nothing wrong. Jesus, he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Indeed, I promise you, he replied, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Lord Jesus Christ. Today, today, we celebrate our King, we celebrate Jesus the King. He is Christ the King, Christ the King, Jesus Christ the King. Brothers and sisters, it won't be long before we will be singing. Hark the herald angels sing, Glory to the newborn King. So, where are the Christ the King decorations? Where are the Christ the King sales and bargains? Have we sent out any Christ the King cards yet? Probably not. Of course, it could be that we prefer a story of angels and shepherds to a story of soldiers and jealous rulers. Could be that we prefer Mary's birth pangs to her grieving over her crucified son. It could be that we prefer the baby king of Christmas to the adult king of this day's feast. It could be that we prefer the promise of the Christ child's kingship to the adult consequences of that same promise. It could be that we prefer the wood of the manger to the wood of the cross. Brothers and sisters, many reject the kingship of our Lord 
Jesus Christ because it seems outdated and alien. We live in a democratic age and democracy for all its strengths can also make people deaf to the language of faith. Someone once described the difference between a democratic man and all of human history before the democratic age as the difference between two distinct humanities. Democratic man instinctively distrusts any form of inequality, privilege or hierarchy. All legitimacy in a democracy flows from the sovereign individual and the state he helps create. But the church makes a very different claim. The church makes a very different claim. The church humbly recognizes that her authority, indeed her very existence, flows not from human machinations and projects, but mystically from, from the very side of our crucified and risen Lord, who reigns supreme from the throne of his cross. Irrespective of our preferences, we cannot have the adult Christ the King without the baby King of Christmas and vice versa. The child wrapped in swaddling clothes in the poverty of the stable was being prepared to be wrapped in linen and buried in a borrowed tomb. Brothers and sisters, we just cannot talk about Christ as King without talking about his kingdom as well. His kingdom is not something we just await at the end of time, at the end of the world. It's already here, though yet to be fulfilled. His kingdom is proleptic, already but not yet. It's present because Jesus has sown the grains of the kingdom which are germinating, growing and even bearing fruit through the lives of those who have welcomed his message. That's why we pray, thy kingdom come. It's not that we just want to open our hands and have it descend on us. Rather, we commit ourselves to making and transforming our neighbourhoods into signs of the kingdom made visible through acts of charity and of humanity. Brothers and sisters, the most important characteristics of Jesus' kingdom include the notions that his kingdom or reign is indeed eternal and universal, that it is true and life-giving, bestowing on believers holiness, grace, justice, love and peace. Could there be a more attractive description of the essential elements 
in a multifaceted relationship with the living and eternal God? We must never lose sight of what is promised us in belonging completely to Christ. Furthermore, our life in Christ is not reserved to some future date, but is experienced here and now, though brought to completion and perfection in the life to come. The Lord himself has told us, Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. It is Christ the King who strengthens the weary, who lifts up those who are falling down or broken. It is Christ the King who consoles the afflicted, cures the sick, gives food to the hungry. We have to see this help as extending beyond the material and physical to a deeper reality rooted in the spiritual and eternal kingdom that will never end. As we celebrate this feast of Christ the King, my brothers and sisters, the greatest sacrifice we are called to make is the sacrifice of forgiving those who have hurt us. On the cross, Jesus forgave those who conspired against him to kill him. He forgave the soldiers who brutalized him. He forgave his disciples who deserted him. He forgave us. He saw our sins, your sins and mine, and embraced the cross to restore grace, not just for the world in general, but for you and for me. It is hard to say you are forgiven than it is to say I am sorry. But that is the way of the king on the cross, forgiving the criminal, the, the criminals, the mockers, his executioners forgiving us. Forgiveness is the way of the kingdom. Today we pray for the grace to place ourselves under his kingship and to believe that with his power we can establish his justice and peace among us. In our families, in our workplaces, in our various groups, in our world. We ask Christ, the King, to help us sacrifice as he sacrificed. Forgive wholeheartedly like he did, thereby bringing his kingdom here on earth. Amen. Let us turn to God our Father, the source of all that is good, and ask him with humble hearts for all that we need to live in his light. For the church that our belief in Christ as King 
will lead us to value the things of God's kingdom more than the things of this world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For modern kings and all those in government, that they will strive to protect rights of workers, the disabled and the unborn. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the unemployed, the addicted and the abused, that they may find hope and help through the faith and generosity of those who care. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For ourselves, that we may always strive to build God's kingdom here on earth. And for the grace of the good thief, that we may have insight to see Jesus as Lord forever and ever. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all the faithful departed, that they may share everlasting life in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. For all who are sick or housebound, that they may know God's healing love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In the silence of our hearts, let us bring our personal intentions and the petitions of those who have asked us to pray for them and the ones of those who have no one to pray for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask Mary, our mother, to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Heavenly Father, Look upon us, your servants, and hear these prayers we make in faith. We ask this through Christ Jesus, our Lord and King. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue, my brothers and sisters, to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. I wish you a joyous celebrations of the 34th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C, the last Sunday of our liturgical year, the Feast of Christ the King. Amen. Let us finish our prayers like we began. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.